Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beach balls of life, giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution with only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we stand on. Sell the ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I've reached, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keeping the beats on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city stand up. JJ James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree, but if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Sirius XM Channel 154. Holy Culture Radio. Happy Wednesday, good people. Kings and queens, get up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's your boy DJ Focus checking in. This your girl, Dice Gamble, in the building. Somebody is crunk on this wonderful Wednesday. I forgot this is your day. day. That's right. That's right. That's right. Listen, I'm on my second cup of coffee, too. The Lord is good. Coffee in the morning is from the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) I'm feeling good this morning. How y'all doing, good people? We pray uh, you're getting up this morning, getting ready for work or on your ride to work. Get there safe. We pray that y'all going to have a great, productive day today. Go come out and now. be great today, kings and queens. Come on, come uh, on. We really want y'all to be great. We really want you guys to show the love of Christ today. Love on somebody today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we we are we often speak about serving and just helping and being a blessing to somebody. So we pray you guys can be a blessing to somebody. Give somebody some kind words. Maybe buy somebody lunch today or maybe pump somebody gas today or something. You know, buy some gas for somebody. Bless somebody today, kings and queens. So. As you know, we got another hot show, but of course our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Mm-hmm. And listen, we got a we got a hot one today. It's hump day, so we're gonna we're gonna have a little relationship Wednesday conversation today. Me and Dice, mm-hmm. we 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 we're talking to the singles today, but we we really we're really going to the married folk. You know what I'm saying? The married folk, <laughs> the who ain't, uh, you know. <laughs> Touching and agreeing no more. They ain't, they ain't having no touching and agreements. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're going to talk about some, if, some comments, some common tips. Uh, just, you know, for a successful relationship, um, specifically within a marriage. And, of course, we're going to talk to some singles, too, as well. But, you know, me and Dice are blessed to, uh, you know, um, God is using our marriages to speak to the masses. So we yeah. like to share some tips, yeah. just suggestions and whatnot, and, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, not saying they're gonna work for you. No, <laughs> that's my, no, that's, that's real. my disclaimer. But here's no. the thing: but but they they've worked for us, so I don't know. Maybe you guys uh will uh, put them in your little bag of tricks and, and pull them out one day when you need them. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm praying. But no, we we are here. We're gonna or get your, or get some tips that you can share with us because that's right. the biggest thing. Work yeah. on your marriage. I'm tired. I'm, yeah. I'm so tired of these kingdom marriages crumbling. I'm tired of it, Dice. Yeah, you brought up a very good point a minute ago. You were talking about COVID and the impact 
that it had on marriages and and uh yeah trust you me we've heard the same thing over here and uh we are advocates for marriage and um ooh, to your point it, it's it's a whole blessing but it, it is definitely not easy <laughs> okay no, but, and, we, and we want to talk about the truth of it and uh, for those of you who are in it you already know what we're talking about and for those of you who are are believing god for it you know there's some things you should you should really be praying about and preparing yourself for uh, it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing absolutely i all i will also uh take you backstage again with an exclusive interview from my oh. brother v squad from h-town h-town stand up you know so yeah <laughs> that's definitely going to be an exclusive interview he talked about a lot of good things mm-hmm. um about you know just the industry on both sides uh, he's been blessed to work on both sides, the mainstream as well as now within the Christian hip hop ram and being able to make some good relationships with some of the mainstream artists and what that process looks like behind closed doors. We always talk about the dis- discipleship process and mm-hmm. what that looks like and mm-hmm. being in direct relationship with people to walk with them and, you know, maybe help them uh, in their faith journey. So, yeah, you definitely want to tap in for that exclusive interview right here on The Fix. Mm-hmm. Come on now, wake up. Let's Let's go. Let's get some music going let's get that you know what i'm saying that get it revved up a little bit uh keep it locked you're tuned into the fix and fix is in tune back into the fix your source of faith infused hip-hop r&b and poetry it's your boy dj focus listen man live this is exclusive man you know how we do live at the affinity music festival man right here in the a man listen and i'm joined by the squad what's up my brother what's good family how are you i'm good man i'm glad you have me here man i appreciate it just enjoying the vibe the atmosphere it's real good real music festival life Mm -hmm. feel down there outside Mm -hmm. they are trying to give me ice cream and candy and stuff i'm like no i'm about to perform i can't do that right now (laughs) but after but after (laughs) i will i will indulge (laughs) point me to everything (laughs) absolutely so just talk about the importance of having music festivals like this especially Christ-centered. Exactly. It's beautiful, man. You want to have the Christian version of a Coachella. This is exactly what I've always desired, what I always wanted to see. So the importance of this is so that we don't have to go chasing what the world's doing. We can do exactly what we want to do in the spirit. We can spread the message. And then we're still in the community. We're still right here in the city. So people can easily walk around. You just never know how God's going to move and anybody just walking by can get a message or hear an amazing song and give us opportunity to pray for somebody, to be able to help somebody who's in need. There's lots of free food going around. So I've looked beyond just me performing and just looking at how God's going to move and everything that's going around. So this is beautiful. I'm looking forward to the next one, and this is exciting. So share a little bit of your faith story with the people, man, maybe how you developed your relationship with Christ. So I was one that didn't grow up in the church. Uh, my, my church was actually built right outside of a neighborhood that it was growing up on. I was like a freshman in high school. And wasn't a knucklehead or anything like that. You know, I was involved in sports, so you know, coaches keep you, you know, keep you clean for the most part, you know. But um by they look like a solid left tackle. There I just, yeah, just yeah, want to yeah. say that, man. Rams, I don't know if somebody was Come looking at you. Come on now. Hence, hence the name V Squad, like varsity, like it all kind of plays into the fitness and all that good stuff like that. But you know, um, so church was put right there. My mother was like, nah, we're gonna go. As soon as they opened up the doors and that first day that was in two thousand, uh, we joined the church then. I wasn't even rapping then. Um, joined the church and you know got saved and from there the youth pastor uh, he was like man y'all into hip hop y'all listen to DMX and Jay Z and stuff like that check out the cross movement check out uh, Soul Fruit and we were just like ah they ain't nice like Nas they ain't nice like Outkast or something like that and he was like well if you don't if you don't think they can, come on come so on your mama yeah 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 so I was like Ooh. 
<laughs> and so he's like, he's like, but y'all can do that, man, because we we was rapping in like freestyling. You know, I'm from Houston, Texas, so okay. Houston culture. Everybody oh, in Houston, oh, everybody can rap. Oh, everybody can freestyle. Yeah, everybody can. <laughs> so he was like, man, if you're gonna do it, go ahead and do it for the Lord, though. So ever since then, you know, we started just rapping at the church events, uh, the youth youth church, and from there, man, God has just blessed me to be able to keep on touching stages. Man, listen, talk about the culture. You just said something, man. You know, talk about the culture of growing up in Houston. Mm. Uh, you know, screw music, man. You know what I'm saying? Lean, yeah. UGK, man, yeah. Powerhouse. Come on. You got to talk about Come that, on. man. I can't tiptoe up at that. Here's the funny thing about it, man. So, um, God blessed me to actually go to high school with Slim Thug. So, Slim Thug went to high school. Chameleon and Paul Wall went to my church. Still do to this day. They're faithful members. Wow. Uh, this is Living Word Fellowship Church, Pastor Paul Cannon. So, these are guys that I would see all the time and just like, just natural, just God-given talent. Like, these guys would freestyle on the spot and just go, you know what I mean? So, uh, the Houston culture has always been the, the freestyling DJ Screw, Michael Watts, Swisher House, Absolutely. You know, Screwed Up Click, the Mike Jones and all that, like, it's, it's, yeah, come on, come on. <laughs> I'm coming soon! Don't play no games with that, man. That, that has always been the Houston culture and it inspired us to do something, you know, we was like, man, the way Swisher House moved, the way Screwed Up Click in the world knows that, mm -hmm. we gotta do something for CHH, Christian Hip Hop in Houston. So now we do have a movement out of Houston. Uh, there's an Eyes on Me ministry, there's a B-Squad music ministry, we're all kind of putting our thing together and actually when I get back uh, I'll be doing a Cycles and Cyphers uh, next week uh, next weekend it's a festival that's kind of similar to this uh, okay. they all have like a big bike tracks where they're doing the bike tricks and motorcycles and the, the four wheelers doing jumps it's like a big arena event and all of Christian hip hop uh, in Houston is going to be out there so we're taking that same thing of the Houston culture but doing it for the for the Christian side so so talk about so you, you said that you know I think you said Paul Walter Comedian still attending yeah, yeah yeah have you ever had conversations with them on doing a faith-based project because I know uh, Slim Thug uh, he sampled like a Joe Olsen yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. in one of his tracks but has that conversation came it's up? come up in a sense of not necessarily doing projects but we've gotten features so Bun B is featured on a few of the artists local I actually got the opportunity Shout to get Bun, Bun B yeah. Bun man he shows so much love man he'll pull up and show Bun stop playing and come share your faith come story on. too as well come we, on. we gonna tap in come on <laughs> so my, my method of kind of because what I want to do in Houston is desegregate not just have to have it as a Christian side and a secular side I right. want to be able to I want 97.9 in the box to play my songs on radio, not just engine radio playing my songs. So my my crafty way of doing that, true as a snake, harmless as a dove, is to get them feature on some of the songs that I have. So that's one of the things I'm working on. It's kind of like an exclusive, actually. Yeah, that's one. That's one of the exclusive. So Bun B and Paul Wall, I'm looking to have them feature on one of the songs and just kind of get that other side to hearing those songs. And even if they don't want to do a gospel project, hey, at least they're featuring on a Christian gospel song, and their listeners will not have the opportunity to hear that message. And then when I get to do the interviews with them, I kind of just ask them, you know, hey, you know, talk about your faith a little bit more in the music. Let the people know there's more to just the hustle side, that knit and grit side, and talk about the faith a little more. What about with 007? Because 007's kind of been already doing some stuff. Yeah, exactly. 007. Uh, there's another guy, Lucky Luciano. Yeah, yeah, I know, you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. So yeah, so that's that's the beautiful side of that to be able to just have those guys right there, right there in the city that's worth willing to work with us. Mm -hmm. yeah. So talk about the importance, man, of being able to bridge that gap. Because I think mm -hmm. you you saying something very powerful, yeah. and and I get mixed. Um, well, every time I ask this question, some people are on the on the flip side. Some people are too religious, and no, nah, we shouldn't be doing music with mainstream artists. We should stay in our little lane. You, from your experience, do you think it's helping us with I, Kanye West? Uh, uh, <laughs> Justin Bieber did a, a gospel EP. Is that helping it's, us it's, or hindering? It's always it's always glimpses of it. But I always kind of have to question, well, where's their spiritual leadership? You know what I mean? Like, who's spiritually guiding a Kanye? Who's spiritually guiding a Justin Bieber? Because 
scripture tells us, you're going to know my people by the fruits of the spirit. So it's like, it's cool if you make a song here or there. It's cool if you make a project here and there, but about your daily life. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not seeing that side of it. I know not to it, but I would still welcome it. I still would encourage you. When, when Snoop Dogg made his gospel project, people kind of just like, oh, you know, he's still smoking weed. But look, man, if somebody's making the attempt, you need to meet them where they're at. And that's that's why if I could desegregate this thing and kind of blend this all together, that's, it's possible. So I'll, I'll open up in venues like uh, Westside Boogie from Interscope Records, Shady Records. He was in Houston uh, at the Secret Group. And I was one of the open acts for that. Royce the 5-9 did the Book of Ryan tour uh, at Warehouse Live. I was the open act for that. So I still go do secular events. I'll do secular events with my Christian hip-hop set, going there boldly proclaiming Jesus Christ and doing my set. Sometimes I get some people to come up and want prayer afterwards, or some people like, yo, I'm going to check your music out. Hey, hey, that's jamming. Keep doing what you're doing, man. It's like, look, at the end of the day, whether somebody says they're saved, whether they're not saved, I know everybody grandma told y'all, get y'all butts up in the church. Mm -hmm. So that's why, like you said, like, talking to a Bun B or a Paul Wall. It's like, hey, man, I know what you're doing, man, but you know, don't forget about what Big Mama told you. You know, when they say get your butt in the church, at some point, man, you got to start attacking that faith, attacking that spirit. So, again, that's why just keep myself in that presence, keep it there. We can desegregate it, break it that way. We can hopefully do it that way. That's that's my hope. That's, that's absolutely my hope. So, we don't just have to have our own Christian uh, festival. We can just be able to be at Coachella. We can have a, a Lecrae at the Coachella. You can have a V Squad at the Coachella. So that's the goal. That's 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 my hope. We don't have to just have a Gospel Awards. We can have a V Squad performing at the BET Awards. V Squad's performing. That's that's what I hope to see. No, that's fire. So talk about your creative process when you go in the studio. What is the sound and what is the inspiration behind the music that you looking to make? Core hip hops. I mean, I think we all grew up on the, the, the Snoop Dogs, the Dr. Dre, the, the NWAs. We all grew up on that actual hip hop sound where guys were talking about what's going on in the world, the current, the current events. The beats were always banging. The beats, the beats is jamming. So that's that's my same process. So, so you a lyricist. That's what oh, you're yeah. pretty much saying. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that, that's what yeah. that means. For you youngsters that don't know, that's what Come that means. On. Bars, you gotta be able to say. My man, Daniel Lawrence told me you need to be able to get in front of a crowd and rap with no beat behind you. You need to be able to be saying something. You need to be able to connect with anybody in any crowd at any venue. And that was always my, my motivation and inspiration when I'm doing a secular show, because I'm like, I'm not scared because I'm doing I'm, I'm here talking about Jesus, because I got bars. So it's be good. <laughs> so that, that's my creative process when I go in there. I'm like, okay. If, if Jay-Z were to come behind me, if Lecrae were to come behind me, if, if anybody were to come behind me, they're going to have to come with it. So that's my thought process when I go in there. What's next, man? What's next? What's next? I feel like you got a lot. That's why I say what's, what's next. next? Whew. I need to come out there with you. Tap me in. Come on. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. Come on. Are you ready to make the trip, man? Come on. Yeah, we can do it. Just honestly. Yeah, you looking to do a tour this summer? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Wherever God's sending me, that's, that's where I'm at right now. Um, I'm blessed, man. My family is good. Everything's in a good space right now. to where I can move around. So wherever God's sending me, that's, that's what's next. What's missing in Christian hip hop? What's yet? Man, that is a great question. I think uh, a little bit more unity. I think I think there's a lot of there's a lot of divided ministries Why? Right here. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, have, you have you experienced it? Like you tried to reach out to somebody and they like, no, we don't rock. Not necessarily, but you do. You do kind of get the the industry type of things where you reach out to somebody for a feature and like somebody with a higher status may say, hey, he get that for free. And then for me, he's like, you, you tax him like crazy. It's like, uh, I don't know. So and then you, then you kind of see um, a little bit of you know people kind of just playing that the, the industry game mm -hmm. and, and uh, only want to work with. Specific type of artists. I'm, I don't want to say any label names or anything like that, but it's the fix. That. You I, can drop names if you want. <laughs> I, no, it's called the fix I, I for a reason. I hear you. I hear you. Spiritual but, detox. I, I, I think I think this genre knows. We we see it a lot, and I think 
if you have somebody like myself that's saying like, hey, I don't care where you signed it, I don't care what label you with, I'll, I'll rock with you, come rock with you. If, you. if you like the music I'm doing, come tap me in, and it's real. Like, if you hit my DM, and it's not gonna be like, oh, no, 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 I'm gonna charge you 500 for that. Or tell the next man, I'm charging you 3,000 for that. Or no, I'll do it, but I won't be in the video. It's things things like that, you know what I mean? It's like, ah, we, we, we gotta break that. So, if you could start your own hip hop group. Oh my God. And you could add two artists, any genre. Dead or alive, who would those two artists be? Yes, sir. That is tough. Yeah, any genre. Dead any or genre. Alive. Dead or alive. And I'm starting my label. Yeah, yeah. And they come to your space. Wow. So yeah, ain't, ain't, ain't no ain't no cussing, ain't no, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Derogatory comments about women. Wow. We're gonna come, we're gonna come spit lyrics. That's tough. I would have loved to have grabbed J. Cole and, and get him. Uh that's one. Who else would I get? Andre 3000. Told you lyrics, man. Told you. Bars. Hey, listen, V. You're going to have to rap rap for real. <laughs> if you going to put 3,000 on the left and cold on the right and you coming right in the middle, yeah. you're going to have to rap rap for real. Yeah. Hey, that's going to be a solid, <laughs> solid project, man. Listen, man, um, you know, talk about your, your latest project. What you got going on? Keenan Talk Volume 2 is out right now. Um, I just released that project in February. Okay. Um, and the, the idea behind it is just Kingdom Talk. So this is for all the Christians out there. This is for all the people that are already saved. And you need that encouragement. You need that uplifting. You need that daily reminder of what our mission is, what we're called here to do. We're, we all service. We got podcasts. We got... We got DJs, we got rappers, we got singers. That's great. That's the service that we provide. That's that's worship that we provide. But our mission is to spread the gospel. So Kingdom Top Talk is just that constant reminder all throughout. That's the whole theme through the whole project. So whatever anybody's dealing with, they're getting that reminder of what we're here for. What has this pandemic taught you? To be able to be versatile. Uh, be able to have content so that no matter if everything crashes and goes down, you can still keep people's attention and you can still spread the gospel. If you could change one thing in the industry, what would it be? The music industry specifically. Oh, that's it. Uh, desegregate. Christian hip-hop. Listen, every time somebody dies, if a young Dolph gets killed, if Nipsey gets killed, everybody wants to say, we need to stop pushing the violence and all that, the, the violence music. But nobody wants to play Christian music on anything. Why is there no segment for anything on MTV or BET? Why is there no segment for Christian hip-hop? Rhapsody the Basement came back. Has any Christian hip-hop artist been on there? Kanye made a whole gospel album. Is any Christian hip-hop artist on there? Where is Wise and KB on there? That's cool, KB. I would like to have him on my label too. But anyway, that's what I would like to change. Man, KB tough, man. That's what I just throw me off like this, man. I'm sorry. You just I'm said, sorry. You just said 3,000 to the left. Cold to the right. Now you go put KB on your back. That's tough. Ain't nobody beating that team. What? Ain't nobody beating that team. Let's speak. So, so since you went there and you want to talk about KB, speak about KB and his sound. Man. KB has his own worship trap type own. sound. He has his own ecosystem. You know what you're going to get from people <laughs> from KB. Every time, every time he drops, it's like you just know you better come in there and you better drink a Red Bull before you go in that mosh pit. Because look, he's not coming to play with you. And it's authentic, man. It's real. It's coming from a passionate place. But what I love about him most is that you can turn the music off and sit him in front of a microphone and he's going to give you that word. And he's preaching and it just doesn't even come off like a preacher. It seems like he's just having a conversation with you. So. Mm -hmm. I love that man. <laughs> do you do you think there's a difference between Christian hip hop and gospel rap? You tell me what the difference will be. So I don't think it's a difference, but some would say um, the the people that say Jesus and say scripture. Mm. So to okay. your point, okay. to, to your point, okay. um, <laughs> cross movement would have been considered gospel, gospel rap, rap mm -hmm. by all means. Now, Christian hip hop. 
is storytelling more transparency about struggles right, compared right. to this is and the gospel. Give people to Jesus, yeah, stop giving people you. Yeah. So I think with that, I, I think the honest answer to that, when where that comes from, is with the Christian hip hop, the CHH. I think people are they want more exposure than they would get if they were to go completely gospel. Mm -hmm. I think we would have better music and better song if everyone were more focused on the gospel. But I don't think the exposure would be where it's at if you didn't have the Christian hip hop side. I hope that answer makes sense. No, it does. Because I think what people try to do is tailor to the radio stations more as opposed to like I want this to be spirit filled I want you to get conviction that doesn't always translate into a top 100 station or getting you on a show and getting your tours booked it's not gonna it's not gonna hit the same so is there a difference yes should there be well that's why we need to desegregate and that's why we need to break the doors down and get to where you can be able to do whatever you want and not even care about that you just know like this is what you're gonna get when you come on here you're gonna get gospel music it doesn't just have to be Christian Listen, B-Squad, tell people how to connect with you, how to oh, follow you. At B-Squad Music. So on all social media, everything, at B-Squad Music. That's B-S-Q-U-A-D, and music spelled the correct way, at B-Squad Music. Listen, go ahead and introduce your latest single, too, as well. You want oh, to let's go. Up. So we are rocking right now. Amen is tearing it up right now. That's, uh, man, please, y'all check this out. B-Squad, amen. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. The Fix is in. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on SiriusXM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Stop playing. Stop playing with us. We ain't playing on Holy Culture Radio no more, man. We, we, early into Mountain, we, we pray y'all getting up. Wake yeah. up, wake up, wake up. Happy Wednesday to y'all. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. DJ Focus, Dice, Gamble, checking yeah. back in. That's and we're going to hop on to this Real Talk topic today. So, uh, I was talking with Dice. I said, you know, let's talk about some, you know, some tips for a successful relationship when it yeah. comes to marriage. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. Um, well, we all know it starts out with lust, okay? Ooh, <laughs> why are you doing that? Yeah, let's just go on. No, it's, it's Wednesday. You, you, it's hump day. You doing it's that Wednesday. Talk? It's Wednesday. It's hump day for many reasons. Lust okay. is the first um thing in every single uh connective type of relationship it, you are not thinking love you are thinking i'm attracted Ooh, there's something about that person Ooh, i want to see that i want to mm -hmm. touch that mm -hmm. i want to be around that what does that feel like you, you okay we, you are not thinking <laughs> you are not thinking about the long-term ramifications of anything you are just like it's all about my flesh my flesh I, and it's i'll be honest let's let's get into it people don't talk about that that's why it's important for you who, if who, you are people, folk, minute, folk, folk, people? Folk, people these people these Physi Christians the Christians physical, now the physical Christians, attraction is not the number one about, thing on the list it, no I'm just saying people don't say people aren't honest like yes I'll give you a good example I love T.D. Jakes the day he said he knew uh, his wife was his wife he was talking about her legs Wow. Like he, yeah, he was like, I'm just be real, <laughs> you know, like, like, and I love that he was like, listen, there is a physical thing about this. Like I, something about this person that I'm drawn to that draws me to them. And that's okay. Is how we want to kick this off. That is okay. But let's go on and walk on to that next stage is, um, all right. So you recognize this is somebody I'm infatuated with, you know, I think I could be with them. And then um, uh, and you, maybe you guys go ahead and start planning your marriage. You know, you jump that broom, you locked in, and then uh, you kind of start to realize we got some differences. <laughs> okay, we got some differences on how we sleep, how we eat, you know, how we clean our perspectives on on God and kids. 
It's different and how we run our households, how money, how we manage our money is different. You know, I didn't know this person has a personality where they maybe have a bad week, you know, or when it comes across, you know, like maybe a yearly thing where they, they just, you know, they have a problem with this and that. I mean, just habits, you know what I mean? Like typically that's, that's your, your entry into marriage is uh, you realize that you are, thank you, honey. You are different in, in a lot of different ways. And so you have to go into survival mode because you don't want to throw your marriage away. So you're like, how do we get past all these uh, differences and things like that? So now we're at a crossroad. You know, know, now we're we're at the crossroad. Go ahead. No, that's good. I I think uh, that's a good crossroad. And I think a lot of people don't realize that the differences are not a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Just because you guys have differences and see things different. Let, let's be honest. You come from two different households, two mm-hmm. different upbringings. Mm-hmm. So you guys are learning each other. Mm-hmm. The differences are not a bad thing. The differences are a good thing. Mm-hmm. If you can sit down and embrace them and mm-hmm. hear that person out and, un- and and be able to understand that person for who they are. And mm-hmm. then you have to assess, okay, is this something I can handle? Because I think, we, we listen, we all have flaws. We all have issues that we need to work on. The beautiful thing about when you want to join into a union, a covenant uh, that God is overseeing, mm-hmm. he wants you to be able to embrace those differences and love your spouse for who they are. And I think the beauty in that, that's where the growth comes. Because mm-hmm. if you can love me for who I am mm-hmm. at this season mm-hmm. in my life, we can grow together and, and go to a new level in um in any area of our life. So I think that that's a, that's a big thing. A lot of people think the differences are a negative thing. I don't Mm -hmm. agree with that. I think there, uh, that's a beautiful thing to have the different perspectives, ideas, suggestions, and yeah, grow from there. Mm, Yeah. So it's a beautiful thing that people are different, but that is the part where marriages usually fall apart. Is that the, at the, you change, you change. Mm -hmm. It's not me. It's you, or that's just how I am. So you change or I'm, I'm not changing. You change, you know, wait, 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 wait. before you go too far, I hear a whole, I hear a whole lot of eyes and not we, we change. change. So, so the language in marriage should be, we change, not I change. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. It's not, it's the marriage is not going to work until we change. Like it can, it can never, ever, ever be. You change. And here's the thing, uh, the, the opposite, you know, your, your mate might change. Like if you call out something, they might change, but guess what? Whatever you got yourself into, however that person was, and I'll give you a good example. Um, Dr. Lewis Cola was our marriage, uh, counselor before we got married. We did go to marriage counseling, especially with us being married before what? we already knew we had what? great, we had great potential to screw up a marriage. <laughs> like we were like the marriage. We were like, I, I remember when I met my husband, I was like, man, I've been married like eight times. Like, like, trust me, I'm good at destroying marriages. But, um, the first thing Dr. Cola pointed out to us was, he asked us, or I was sitting on the couch, what is the worst thing about this person that you do not like? What is the worst thing? And I don't remember what my husband's was, but mine, mine was respect. He always talked about respect. And my thing is, I respect you as much as you show me I should respect you. You know, I'm not getting, <laughs> respect is earned as far as I'm concerned. Like, I'm not just, I, I don't come out the gate like that. Like, you gotta prove, like, my thing was prove, prove. I'm from Missouri show me state like that's that was anyways long story short dr cola was like you need to think about the worst thing in this person on their worst day their worst habit 
and think that I'm marrying that and that's what I'm getting every day. Can you can you be married to that? Yeah, that was that was that was the day one. Can you do you is that was that what you rolling with For, from death to you part the worst the worst thing because there's no guarantee that you're going to get the best and you definitely not getting the best every day and you mm-hmm. might you might get this worst person every single day are you willing to live love cherish and care for that mm-hmm. yeah so that's how we run that's how we rolled into it so this change phase in marriage it should be the we like we should be a part of 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 a change you know like even if it is something that your mate should change partner with them in it you know the we doesn't have to be okay you change this way and i change that way it's like maybe maybe one needs to change their eating habits because they are diabetic well we change now when i go to the store i'm going to partner with you i'll buy things that cater more towards your diet and i'm going to even start to eat some of those things with you so you don't feel like you're in it alone like we can change together like i'll check and see if you're on your schedule of taking your meds or checking your sugar like let me be in it with you instead of me you thinking it's just oh it's just embarrassing and you got to take it all on on your own it's like no we can be in this together so yeah that that change stays it's super important that's typically where marriages fail where nobody wants to give i'm not giving i'm not giving i'm not giving nothing that selfish selfish mentality but that's but this is it's a lot of people like that like you know yeah Yeah, a lot of people it's just how i am Mm -hmm. you you know it's just how i am so you just gonna spend all the money yeah it's just how i mean you know what no like we we have to change together in order for this thing to work. So, um, yeah. So let me ask you, you before, go ahead. no, let me ask you before we go, uh, to the next tip, you <laughs> said something about, uh, you know, definitely when you were going to counseling, yes. um, that uh, your counselor, the first thing he said is what's the worst thing. And you said the respect <laughs> thing yeah. is, uh, what your husband brought up, but then you came with the, we, need to uh change together so was that respect thing do you feel like you had to earn your husband's respect too as well off top the same way you were demanding um that you know you you understand his respect and how it was hot so high on his yeah we, we 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 both had to he had to understand that uh i've already lived a life where i've had to prove myself over and over and over and over and over again and mm-hmm. me coming into this marriage and him i got the baby mama now you know i got three kids that try me you know he think i just you know he's old he's old school christian man so you know what i mean and i'm cool with it because i like i like that little vibe but i'm still dice gamble you know so it's only gonna be so much you're gonna be able to say to me you know what i mean like so i it's like you know and, and there's only you're not gonna be able to control That's real it. Like, That's yeah, real. yeah yeah it's like we you're not you're not controlling dice i mean that was cute maybe you did that last relationship but you're not mm-hmm. gonna get to do that so it was a flag for me and what i was interpreting him saying respect was control because mm-hmm. because everybody i have personally been with when they talk about respect it was control they're running everything mm-hmm. it wasn't respect so when he said it, it was a trigger for me and i'm like bruh don't think you just gonna be running everything up in here and so it put a a barrier there so every time he did have an idea of how he wanted to lead out i was like you know i just feel like i'm not being respected i'm like you are being respected but let me just say let's go see if that works first like for me i'm like i'm the make it make sense girl 
you know, and he's like, he just knows what he want to do, you know? So, but I'm like, it needs to make sense, you know? So I, that's, that's, that's what I feel. You're respecting me when it makes sense, but when it don't make sense, you're not respecting the house. So no, we you- had to, we had to work. We had to learn each other's idea of what respect was and respect was pretty much you let him lead, you know, cause he's a great leader. I mean, he's a great leader. So he knew, he already knew that. But when we got married, he wasn't in the position that he wasn't before. So all the, he used to talk a lot and I'm like, stop talking, start doing, you know, like I'm that wife, like, I hear you, bro. You know, but it, you know, I don't want to know what you used to be. I don't know. I don't want to know what you can do. I want to see you do that. Then that that's the kind of wife I am. But he, you, he, he was used to a wife. He had to convince who he was with. And I'm like, you ain't got to convince me. You just go to. And that's how you earn respect from me. So just learning each other's idea of what respect, that really uh, is how we worked through it. So now he knows, like, my wife is not going to respect me unless I go do it. And that's that's how I roll. And he's, and, but, I'm, but that's how I operate. He's like, I'm a doer. Because I'm not going to talk. But, you know, it's working together. You just got to learn each other's language, I think. You know, learn the language. No, I agree. I think learning each other... <clears throat> language is very important i think too as well something you brought up that i uh definitely had to understand and learn early in my marriage and even when we were courting don't go into a new relationship with the same expectations or holding the same baggage from your previous relationship because mm, you know yeah when i was with you know whoever uh, uh tina Tina doesn't look like who I'm with now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So me trying to go into this relationship mm-hmm. and I have all this past pain from when I was with uh so and so. Now I'm in a new relationship. That's not fair to the person I'm with now. Cause mm-hmm. she's not you, you two are totally different. Mm-hmm. So I can't go into this relationship saying, mm-hmm. okay, in previous, you know, mm-hmm. relationship, X, Y, and Z did this to me. So I mm-hmm. gotta have my guards up thinking you're gonna do that. Right. I like what you said. And t- I, I'm allow I'm allowed for you to show me, show me. who you are. Mm-hmm. And then I can say, okay, my experience with who I'm with now is mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. not these three, four different situations in the mm-hmm. past that I, I got my guards up. Like, all right, mm-hmm. nobody's going to do this to me again. Nobody did. So I think sometimes too, as well, mm-hmm. we have these guards up and that hinders really knowing who you're with at that moment. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Uh, we're not going to be able to change everything about us. You know what I mean? But no, we do perfect. have to come to a consensus. Yeah, we got to come together and say, okay, how can we better live, you know, in at peace together in this way or whatever? And it just takes time. It takes you talking and uh, and really just being transparent with each other. Um, so, I mean, the, like I said, the payoff is you you have this beautiful relationship that you've created where you know who you're with, you know how they're going to respond you know what areas they will change in and what areas they won't change in. And then you, you come together and you accept, you know, accept the things that you cannot change. Um, You know, as long as they're healthy, you know, not, not where it's abusive, you know, definitely Mm -hmm. not into any physical abuse, mental abuse and all that. Like those are non-negotiables for me, I think in any relationship and should be, should be, but to keep your relationship healthy um, and growing, Yes, you need to share. Hey, maybe this is a, this is this is one of the things my husband does. He's got the uh, is it a uh, a rock, a boulder, or a tombstone? You know, like like when we're having a conversation, we cannot come together. And I really believe that's like a, pr- a business principle, but we use it at home. Like, is this something small? You know, where like we just arguing over where we want to go eat tonight, or is this a boulder where it's heavy but we can still push it if we push it together? You know, maybe we don't agree about 
how much money to spend on the kid's birthday. But all right, we like, let's come together. This is heavy, but we're going to come together and move this boulder. Or is it a tombstone? Non-negotiable. Like, no, nope. Like we are not, you know, we're not buying a new house. Like not right now. So you just got to kind of know where you are and communicating with your partner. Like you guys can come up with these, these guidelines. Like, okay, honey, this is something I will bend on. This is something I won't bend on, but it's just communication. It doesn't make sense to throw a whole relationship away when you have so much in common and you just got these few little things that you can't agree on. Like, because when you're, when you're 85 years old and you need somebody to bring you a cup of water, or your meds, you're going to wish you would have just pushed through. 40 years ago, y'all arguing about where the plant is going to sit in the living room. Like, it's ridiculous. So it's like, you know, it takes a lot for um, for couples to kind of, you know, push past, you know, the challenges in early marriage. But once you get past it, you realize I got a good friend. This is my blessing. And I got a partner and I got somebody that's ride or die with me. And you cannot trade that for anything. So if you find someone that you're into and you're like, man, we need to make this work, like go to counseling if it's not working. But you can get through anything together if y'all both have the same mindset to get through it together. You're tuned into The Fix, your source of fake infused hip hop, R&B and poetry, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. We got to go to yeah. break. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And the fix is in. You tune back into the fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Stop playing. <laughs> Tap in with us Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Stop playing. Y'all know we had these great conversations, great exclusive interviews. Stop playing. Just tap in. <laughs> DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. We in the middle of this great conversation. So before you went to break, I mean, before we, we went to break, Dice, you said something about non-negotiables and i think that is major i think we got to unpack that a little bit i think people have these expectations of changing Mm. the person you're with instead of setting a standard not 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 big so i'm not talking about something that's unrealistic so i'm not talking to those people but i'm talking about there should be a few non-negotiables that yeah you know what if you ain't doing this Mm. i can't rock with you i know for me right now where i'm at in my life Absolutely. If, if, if someone was to take my, if God was to take my wife to heaven and I had to do it all over again, well, there's some things that I'm not going to do. One, right. if you're not spiritual, no, no, seriously, I'm not, I don't have no time to waste. If you are not spiritual uh-huh. and have your own personal relationship with God, mm-hmm. attend a ministry on the regular, mm-hmm. growing in that level, serving, helping the community. Yeah. I don't, I, I listen, I ain't going to hold you. Uh, ain't nothing, ain't nothing for us to even talk about. I need somebody who are, is doing a, some of the same things that I'm doing. Right, and that's right. a passion that I have. Right. I think for me too as well, you hit on it too as well. Definitely. I think physical attraction mm-hmm. should be real. Yeah. yeah you're going to go the next 40, 50 years with somebody. Yeah. When you roll over in the morning, you want to look over and say, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been at all my life, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that you can't downplay that physical attraction. Like, come on. I think, you know, people be cheap and stuff because they just married because of whatever potential or money or whatever, but they didn't get something that they really was attracted to to that level. So I I say that to say, I want to set the picture for (laughs) non-negotiable. So I'm throwing it back to you. What what do you got? What do you think about non-negotiables? Well, listen, I want to say this. I want to say pre-marriage non-negotiable because Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, I want to say the not, I want to talk about the one in marriage, but let's talk about the one not in marriage. Like, if you know, and this is not about arrogance, 
It's about the truth. If you know that you bring some stuff to the table and you have an expectation of what you want in your mate, there is nothing wrong with shooting your shot and going for that. You know, because I think some, give me, I think some, give me an example. Know, give me an example. I, th- I think sometimes people don't know who they are or, or how really dope they are as a person. Like, you know, they, they, they're, they manage their business well. They love the Lord. You know, I got a sister right now. Let, let me use her as an example. She's a doctor. I mean, no kids. Uh, got her own every single thing. She teaches at a university. And like, she'll bring her boyfriends to meet my, me and my husband, you know? And uh, we just be like, <laughs> you know, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, listen, we, and we try to tell her, like, if we put you on eBay, if, even if we put you on any dating app right now, like, your inbox would be flooded because people will be like, yo. So I'm just saying, like, sometimes you need to really check with your friends and your family and say, well, you know, who do y'all see me with? Because I'll be honest with you, your family a lot of times know you, knows you way better than you know yourself. Like, you, you know you, but they kind of know, you know what type of girl like and you know how it is like you a bro you, i know you got bros where they be like hey man like i know y'all tell each other like nah it ain't nah it ain't you and sometimes your friends don't know everything but a lot of times your friends they are tapped into like who you are and kind of who who could be a good mate for you but let me get out of that i'm um, just i'm just saying like don't don't set your bar too low when you're looking for the mate you know like because your mate is uh they're not sh- Sorry, the person in the world, they're not showing you everything yet. So mm-hmm. long story short, um, in the marriage, though, the non-negotiables, yes, I do think you need to come in there with some things that you're like, I really don't see me changing on this because and I'll use myself as an example. Uh, when I met my husband, I was doing four shows a week. You know, I'm in the music. Every studio I go to, it has nothing but guys in it. Like the producers are males. The engineers are males. Like this is a male driven industry, whether it's regular music or secular music. It was a non-negotiable for me, though. Like, this is a part of who you're getting. You're getting an artist. You're marrying an artist. And I and I really need you to know I love you, but I, I need you to be okay and trust me that this is my my jam. Now, the negotiable was I can't I can't be there all night, every night, 20 nights a week, you know, and um, it is what it is doing shows like, OK, you want to do shows? Well, what are we going to do with the kids? We We had to meet in the middle. Dice gets to tour and travel, but I had the kids dance background. Like they would practice in the garage with me, you know, like, okay, we, we can't get a babysitter, you know, for four kids right now. So they got to ride with me, but why not just make them a part of what it is I'm doing and should be doing. And then that way I got some support. They carry in bags, they passing out flyers, you know, they dance. So it's like, it was a non-negotiable for me to continue to be an artist, but, but I still had to find that little way of taking care and being a mom and a wife, because that is the first responsibility there so i say you might have to give a little bit but you can still pursue your dreams and your passion in the marriage you know mm-hmm. um you you know that's that, that's just what i think about non-negotiables but no that's anyway. good i think i think you shared some good points and I, I shared a few points let's talk a little bit about communication i think um <laughs> you have to create a safe environment where you mm. can trust and share openly without fear i think communication is key um to each other to hear each other's perspectives so when if what's what's the first thing that jumps out to you when you talk about communication and just learning and growing 
with a person that you want to call your spouse. I, let me just be honest. I think women beat around the bush too much. I've been married to the most wonderful man, man of my dreams. And if I have not learned one thing about men, it is y'all really don't be thinking about a lot at the same time like women do. Like it is is really Thanks. how you feel. Like you just no, say. Say that again. No, no. Say that really? again. Say that part again. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean it. Listen, drop I mean that gym it. again. We really no, don't I'm want just now. saying y'all really don't be thinking about a lot. Like women always have this idea that it's more. It's like it's not more. You know, I, I've just learned like I'll ask a question. He gives me the answer. That's what I roll with. I don't turn it into this bigger picture or there has to be something else or I feel this way. You know, when I start to get in my feelings about what you said, I'm not hearing what you said because I am over here in my head and it's I, 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 I. So it's it's just not a fair conversation. It's like you have to state your intent. Like if you want to know something from the person you're with, ask them, mm-hmm. how do you, how do you feel about you know, grandma staying for 30 days, period. And you listen. And then the next step is you listen. You don't talk. You don't listen waiting for him to respond or her to respond. You listen waiting for the answer that you asked from the for the question that you asked. How do you feel about grandmother coming to stay for 30 days? Boom. And I wait and I wait. And then what I say is, okay, so I asked you, how did you feel? And this is what you said. Am I right? Mm. Boom. Because it's like, we have to communicate, but get past all the, well, the last time I asked you and the last time what you did was, and when, when I was outside, you act like you ignore me. It's like, let's get past the emotions. What I'm asking mm-hmm. you is, you know, what time are we eating today? And I'm good with it, you know, and you're telling me the game is on. That's not giving me an answer. I need an answer, you know, so I can have everything ready to go. You know, it's like you got to cut through. I think that's all marriage is to your point. Communication. Like, how do you communicate? How do I communicate? This is how I would rather you tell me. Like, I'm I'm the I don't like beat around a bush conversation. I like you coming here and be like, hey, um, you know, the grass needs to be cut and I don't have time. Do you mind doing it today? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't be like, oh, man, you know, you know, I got family. We've got the party going and outside. Nobody's been out there. It's like, like man, come on. So it's like, mm-hmm. don't beat around the bush. But it, communication matters and uh, and not accusing or being threatening, like really just picking your words mm-hmm. very carefully. Say that. Say that. Not threatening or being, mm-hmm. you know, or accusing. It's like, just pick your words very carefully and literally listen. Like when you ask the question, listen. Don't have that prepared idea of what a person is going to say. And then whatever they say, that's what they say. That's no, it. listen, listen, listen. That's real. Um, fight <clears throat> fair. We, we have this thing in our house where we say we fight fair. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't, let's, let's, let's be totally 100. We all get caught in our feelings. Uh-huh. But when you get caught in your feelings mm-hmm. and, and we call them heated debates, when we have these heated debates in my household, <laughs> one thing we don't do is we do not use red words. So we have certain words. Mm. When you learn your spouse, you know, it's certain words. I don't care how much <laughs> Jesus I, I got in me. Mm-hmm. When you say this, you know, it's going to take me there. So you have to, no, no, seriously. Seriously, you have to guard that. The same with my wife. I know what can trigger her to, you know, mm-hmm. say them, uh, you know, them words that, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> very colorful words. Mm-hmm. So why would I want to take my spouse to that level? Mm-hmm. That's selfish of me to just start an argument and get her so, mm-hmm. so, you know, what I'm saying uh, emotional to where now we ain't even respecting each other. Because when you start saying them colorful words, no, 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 respect is gone. Because if I call you such and such and such and such and such and such. <laughs> And you call it to me back, such and such, such and such. No, no, now, no, no, that ain't God. That is all flesh. The spirit of God did not tell you to say those words. Let's be very 
transparent. So now you have to go back and apologize mm-hmm. for hurtful words that you said out of anger. Mm. And, and that can be problematic. And of course, we know a lot of toxic relationships mm-hmm. are built on that where they cuss each other out and say mm-hmm. this and that and do this and that. And they, I'm like, wait a minute. God ain't in none of that mess. <laughs> Y'all keep stirring up all this mess. Yeah. Go ahead. A good diffuser for when it is like that is hopefully one of you go it, go into words of affirmation because it's, it, it, I'm telling you, it will take all the cut out of somebody else's like if you know like if you in an argument going back and forth you shut that down listen i am not your enemy we are not enemies i'm your best friend you know like i i I love you i care about you i'm here with you we can get through this together like you really kind of gotta interject and 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 input a positive thought and bring positive energy into the middle of that so that the other person kind of takes down all the defense and and like okay the person i'm dealing with they do care about me they are on my team so let me figure out let me figure out what are we really talking about right now because you know it's you and me against the world not not me against you you know you are not my problem we often say that here like like i'm not your problem you know like and it's not that you like that's good yeah 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 i'm not your problem like if you know that you they're not talking about you right now but the energy is coming at you it's like yeah so you know i'm not the one i didn't do that to you so what, what no that's it? good yeah. that's good when you say uh, yeah. i am I'm not, not your problem i'm not your problem like like yeah we on the same team i uh-huh. you know we are not enemies so sometimes you have to remind a person that and trust me in marriages we just do uh emotional dumps you know that's why you got your best friends a lot of times you will come in and just throw up mm-hmm. on them what throw your whole day up on them and then you know now they feel in the type of way so sometimes it is important you know just to re-remind them like okay you know like I've, i didn't do anything to you right you know just kind of ask like 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 are we good you know like you can do your cha- your tap-ins and your check-ins just just even for your confirmation just so things don't get weird like okay so we were just you were just venting yeah i was just venting okay okay cool you know and it's just communication Let's just be transparent. And sometimes even my husband, he'll, he's like, he, he's really good at this. He'll come in and say, I just need to vent, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm not on the defense, you know, over here. I'm just like, oh, he just needs to vent. So this is not a, you know, a real deal conversation. He's just, he wants to get some things off his chest. So, uh, it's good to say, okay, so I heard, did I hear you right? Or is that what you're talking about right now? You know, like you're just frustrated in this, in this season. Okay, cool. You know, you get to ask questions too. Um, in this, in this thing, like be clear, ask, ask the question. Like, is this what I hear you say? Is this what we're talking about today? Did I answer your question? Like, that's a good one. Did I answer, you know, did I give you what you needed? Because really that's all, you know, conflicts are. It's like somebody needs something and they're trying to get it from the other person. No, I agree. And I think sometimes too as well, just to put another perspective on it, I think um, a lot of us go into um, these relationships not wholly, not holistically healed. Yeah. And I think sometimes we expect for our partner to feel those emotional holes mm-hmm. instead of us working on that first mm-hmm. for ourselves. I think sometimes it's an individual thing. We're looking for our partners to emotionally help us mm-hmm. and they can, mm-hmm. but I think some of those holes um, don't need to be filled by them fixing mm-hmm. it. I think it's mm-hmm. an individual thing that we need to work on mm-hmm. uh, to get, get, get the healing we need individually for ourselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that way we bring mm-hmm. to the table that wholeness, because mm-hmm. let, let's be honest, especially when you talk about a marriage, listen, we, we grew up in different households. Mm-hmm. We've been through different life experiences, mm-hmm. you know, 
all type of traumas from, you know, being a child. Yeah, I don't know if you came from a toxic relationship with your parents, if they were together, yeah. you know, what that looked like. Like yeah. it's all type of things that really shaped you into who you are. Mm-hmm. And then when you become an adult, you finally realize, okay, wait a minute. Definitely mama and daddy did the best they could or mama did the best she could. But some of that, uh, that's, that's kind of mess. This is why my mouth is kind of slick or <laughs> this is why I don't understand how to budget a checkbook or understand finances. And this is hindering a relationship that could be successful with, with my partner right now. Mm-hmm. I need to work on this. He didn't do this or she didn't do this to me. Mm-hmm. This is something I individually need to work on and get myself together for myself. Mm-hmm. Then I can bring something to the table. So I think mm-hmm. that's a, that's something we need to look at too as well. We, we, we often don't look at the man in the mirror michael jackson yeah listen still making you know that, that that's a hit still to this day look at the man in the mirror mm-hmm. and really make some changes with you individually too as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's good it's good stuff i mean gosh we could continue to go on and on and on but <laughs> um but no but it's but it's good like kicking it off you know obviously attraction is going to be the beginning of that relationship and then you're going to go through uh, trying to get on the same page and figure out, you know, all the differences. And then you're going to realize some things have to change in the middle of that. And you're going to have to work together to get through those changes. And I think if you to accomplish that, like working through your differences and you're willing to change in some ways, uh, I think uh, it's going to turn into a positive thing. But you got to continue to encourage each other. Like you were saying about you and your wife. Uh, don't be friends with a whole bunch of singles when you're married. Okay, because that will help that will help to ruin your marriage. You need to go get you some married friends so that your conversation changes. And it's important. Listen, you can't just be friends with all your exes either. I'm going to throw that out there. I shut that down as soon as we got together. I mean, I know my husband was upset, but I was like, is that a a real thing? That's the whole thing right there, because guess what? That's anything that takes your eye off of this relationship. We got to let it go. I mean, we got to let it go. So I don't know. You got to be protect, protect your marriage, protect it. Protect let me ask marriage. you, that's, that's a real thing. Like, uh, uh, people are still, uh, friends uh, with their exes, especially if you've had, uh, some soul ties attached. If y'all wasn't mm-hmm. married and y'all had some touching and agreement mm-hmm. moments, are Listen. we, are we setting ourselves up to fail like that? I mean, the devil knows all your habits. Okay. That's how the enemy gets you. The enemy will suggest an old habit, an old phone number, an old DM, an old, yeah, old happy birthday. Just thinking about you. No, you're not. Not no more. The devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. Like, listen, mm -mm, don't try me. Like, it's funny. I mean, you might not have been down this road and I know we got to work this out, but just me and my husband being married, there was a time where we were uh, getting, I signed my divorce papers. Let me put it like that. Left them on the table. Like, let's just get this over with. And in coming back together, the Lord really bringing us back together, I learned you got to pray and cover your marriage. You really have to be be in your marriage. You need to know each other's friends. Like there ain't no secret friends out here. Like it is, it's, it's something the enemy wants to destroy families. I think that's the number one thing that the enemy likes to destroy. And so you got to really be more, a little more protective of your marriage. So into that marriage, get counseling, be around other married couple, couples, like, you know, be vulnerable. You know what I mean? But be involved in each other's life as much as you can, you know, give each other room and space. Everybody needs that, but you need to be more protective. Cause it ain't just about your mate, uh, going to do something wrong. Sometimes it's other folk trying to, you know, take, take what you've worked so hard for. So, um, no, listen, 
I'm, I'm down for mine over here. These girls know. Like, listen, I know all the passwords. I will call. I listen. I will come to your house. <laughs> you know my my spot. <laughs> listen, lay, lay, lay holy hands. Lay holy hands. Uh, I'm not here. Nah, 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 nah. nah like, like, listen. Don't play. Don't play. I, I, I love what God has given me, and I protect mm-hmm. it. I protect it every single day in every way that I can. And honestly, I think that's what makes it a beautiful thing is just you two running through this life together and you know that you got each other's back. And that's a beautiful thing. Listen, you're tuned into The Fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, (laughs) R&B, and poetry. DJ Focus, Dice Campbell. Going to break. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, R&B, and poetry. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Listen, and this is the saddest moment (laughs) of the show. We got to go. We got to leave, (laughs) y'all. We got to leave, y'all. We definitely had a great time today. Oh, yeah. Uh, Listen, Tapping every day during the week, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Right here on Sirius XM, mm-hmm. Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Exclusive, yes. exclusive shows for y'all every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, this, this, this conversation we had today, this relationship Wednesday conversation. Okay. <laughs> I think we might have shook some things up in the spirit. I think we might have shook up a little bit. Cl- closing thoughts on our convo today. Uh, Oh, no. Uh, listen, uh, the interview went great. Um, I just think that yeah, your brother, man, he was excited about being from Houston and representing Houston. I heard Houston so much. Uh, H-Town, shout out to H-Town, of course. But um, just his excitement for the Lord and how he loves to connect with culture and his community and wanting to bridge that gap. To me, I think that's that's a beautiful thing. And when you see that in like a younger person, like they get it, like they're not trying to be separate. And I like how he uh, was just talking about he wasn't like in church early on, but that that became a part of his life. And I I just I love it. I love it when these kids testify, like when they bring their testimony, like, yes, we out here making music and I got these hot beats and, you know, we on the four wheelers and all this. Like we having fun, but we understand we're doing it to bring people closer to God. So shout out to V squad, V squad, dope, dope, dope interview. Um, If you miss it, definitely hit that rewind button. Mm -hmm. Definitely go stream all this music, run this music up. Mm -hmm. And get the um, replay. Men of God. You can check the yeah, replay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely get the replay. But I definitely want people to go tap in with his music. And listen, tell mm-hmm. us. You know, when you listen to his music, hey, DM us. Email mm-hmm. us. Tell us mm-hmm. if you liked it. If you like mm-hmm. his music. If it speaks yeah. to you. You know, if it's relevant to the culture right now. We really want you guys' feedback. Uh, that's something that we always are looking for. Mm-hmm. For uh, feedback on these shows, feedback mm-hmm. on these interviews. So mm-hmm. we're always looking for that. And listen, uh, Dice is putting so much content on our social media platform. Oh, Shouts out to my, to Dice Gamble for putting that great fire content. Listen, go to our social media pages. We have recap snippets of the mm-hmm. interviews right mm-hmm. there on the video side. Listen, y'all been y'all been hollering at us saying we need more video content from y'all. <laughs> Listen, uploading them things, y'all better like, share, like, yeah. share. Stop, you know what I'm saying? Don't be like that. Don't have that that spirit of, you know what I'm saying, whatever you call that spirit. Like and share it. You know yes. what I'm saying? It, it's, it's all in rotation. You, you, use your thumb. Pop, share. Heart share. There you heart, go. Heart share. Heart share. <laughs> hey, listen, and shout out to Raina Day and the Daylight Morning Show. She is up next starting at 8 a.m. Uh, y'all make sure y'all tune in and kick it with her. You know, we are one tribe. We are definitely the squad out here on Holy Culture. But yeah, if the replay of everything today, if you missed it, holyculture.net, you can go there tomorrow 
to get today's show if you just don't have time to uh, listen or watch today. So that's what's up, man. Enjoyed everything Absolutely. today, all the topics and the interviews. And hopefully y'all got some good tips out of there. Um, you know, you can always send feedback, DM us, you know, good, bad, indifferent. We are here. We're listening. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow, 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Listen, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus is the answer. Kingdom advancement. The fix is in. We out. Peace.